listening to the Sailing to Success podcast show, where we share practical tips and strategies to help you be more productive, boost your profits, and grow your business. Hi, I'm Lindsay Phillips, your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. And today we'll be chatting with Kay Sanders about growing your business with the right strategies and systems. We'll find out why systems are so important, where to start, which ones to focus on, and Kay shares her daily routines to help plan your day to get on the path to success. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast show. My name is Lindsay Phillips and I'm your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. So I'm the founder of um, Smooth Sailing Business Growth and we are dedicated to helping entrepreneurs, uh, you know, calm the choppy waters of fast-paced business growth, but also help you uh, attract and acquire more customers faster with powerful content marketing. And in that, of course, we want practical tips, right? We want business building strategies so we can be more productive and have more profits and grow your business. So today we're gonna be talking with Kay Sanders and we're gonna be touching on upon systems and strategies, which is totally my wheelhouse and I love systems. I just feel like entrepreneurs can't survive without them. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about Kay first and then, uh, then we'll get chit chatting. So Kay is, uh, a nationally recognized business coach and consultant and bestselling author. She draws from, you know, her own experiences and struggles in life and in business to inspire others and to make a difference in their life. She really specializes in helping coaches, consultants, and other service professionals to grow their business with the right systems and strategies to put their sales and lead generation on autopilot so they can turn their passion into profitable and successful businesses. This includes, you know, online marketing, lead generation, customer acquisition, business management strategies, and she helps people not only make sense of all those different tools and strategies and resources, but really helps them choose and implement the right strategies for their business needs. Everyone's so different, right? Kay has been featured on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, and other great media outlets, and she really believes that everyone not only deserves, but also has the ability to live a fulfilling life full of success and achievement. So thank you so much for joining me, Kay. Well, thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate being here. You bet. And, and I totally agree. It's, I, I feel that a business can't function without systems. There's just chaos and you're not moving to a clear destination. Um, so let's hear it from you, the expert, on why systems are so important. Well, I mean, systems are really important to really leverage your time better. You know, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're in business, I mean, you can you only have so many hours in a day, and you know, you have to do the marketing, you have to do the sales portion, you have to you know get the clients, and if you do everything you know on your own, it's it's like eighty percent of the day is really just you know focused on those type of things, you know, getting the clients, getting making the calls, making the outreaches, and those type of things. But whereas if you have those systems and strategies strategies in place, everything is basically on autopilot, which you know where you can really leverage your time better. You can also make more money because mm -hmm. if you have those systems and strategies in place, then you can, you know, automate your sales. You can automate your lead generation. Then you don't have to spend as much time in the marketing aspect and you can actually spend more time in actually working with the people, you know, working with your clients, doing the work that you're doing, yeah. whatever business you're in. Whereas, you know, 
so it's, it's definitely, you know, you can leverage your time better. You can upscale your business and, you know, like I said, you know, also make a lot more money than, you know, if you're doing everything just, you know, by hand or manually, basically. That is so true. And I mean, there are so many great tools. You find out about a new one almost every day, I swear. <laughs> but I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it's exciting. I get really jazzed about them. I know that's kind of nerdy, but <laughs> I do. Um, but I mean, there's like online marketing, there's lead gen tools or social media tools. Um, like as an entrepreneur, you're just like, oh my God, that's so overwhelming. So how do you know kind of what types of systems or like resources like where do you start well i mean first of all i mean i want to say you know you're you're completely right there's so many different things out there what i did was really you know i narrowed it down to let's say three strategies that i really focused on the most and i don't get sidetracked because like when i first started out i was like oh my god this is great let me do this and this sounds so great and let me do this and it's like I was all over the place yeah. and it was driving me crazy. And, you know, but because when it comes to the system strategies, I mean, you have to, it doesn't work, you know, 100% right away. The first time you do something, right. it's not going to give you the results that you want. So the key is really perfect it, tweak it, you know, and really just stick with maybe two or three strategies. So like I said, for, for me, for example, I like lead, I mean, the, the lead magnets offering something for free then webinars and also like direct outreach. And the other one that I do once a year is a virtual summit. So those are really the strategies that I focus on the most. I don't really do anything else. I had, right. I tried a podcast before and it's just like, you know, so all these different things. It's just so much. You really have to, I mean, first of all, figure out what is it that you like doing? So yeah. podcast might be a great thing, but it might not be for everyone. I know for me, it just like was very time consuming. So mm. I only lasted for like six months, but uh, you know, it's really, and then there's also video marketing. There's you know, like so the lead magnets as far as uh, like offering free and there's webinars, there's virtual summits. There's so many really different awesome. things. It's, it's really about finding out. I mean, first of all, what is your goal with what you want to do? Uh, and then really, you know, what is the ultimate outcome? What is in alignment with, you, you as the entrepreneur, what do you feel good about? So if you don't really like video, then don't make video marketing one of your strategies. Yes, video marketing is a great strategy mm -hmm. and everyone really should be doing that because, you know, people, they, they rather listen to something, watch something and read something. But it's really about, you know, what do you like doing? Because you can't really force yourself to do something because then it's not going to come across authentically and it's you're not going to get the results that you want and you're going to get frustrated. So it's really about figuring out what is in alignment with what you like to do because when you like something then you have that passion and it's going to come across a lot yeah. better than if you're like oh my god now i gotta do another video i really don't want to <laughs> so you, you really want to find something that is really a good fit for you and then really just focus on maybe two not more than three strategies at once because you don't want to spread yourself too thin and then really perfect it and try it over and over and over and over again until you really get the results that you want. Because like I mentioned earlier, if you just try it once and you don't get the results, you can't give up. Um, I mean, when I did my very first webinar, I had like no shows. I mean, no one showed up. So I'm like, huh, am I, am I supposed to continue or should yeah. I just give up? But it's like really, you know, you have to tweak your message and you have to, you know, tweak your landing page. You have to tweak everything 
until you really find the sweet spot that's going to attract the people to you. So it's really about, you know, it can be, it can, it's a process. And if you don't really know how to tweak it effectively, yeah. I mean, the best thing is like work with someone, hire someone that can do it effectively. But it's really, like I said, you know, pick two or three strategies and stick with those strategies and really perfect them. That's awesome. And it's so true, right? If you're dragging your heels and you hate doing videos and you're not comfortable with it, it's going to show. Exactly. Exactly. Now, yes. Does it, does a person's services or products or business or like their audience, does that play a factor? Yes, most definitely. Uh, I mean, you have to, first of all, you have to really know who's your avatar, who is your target audience. Okay. What do they want? What kind of content do they like? Do they prefer audio? Do they prefer video? Do they prefer text? It's really all about uh, you. I mean, of course, you need to find something that you feel comfortable with, but also you have to do something that it, your your audience wants to hear. What what are their pain points? What uh, like I said, what how do they like to consume the content? Where do they usually go to get the content? What platform are they on? That you know, so that's really plays a big role. So that's like really the first piece that you need to focus on. It's like who is your target audience? Where do they hang out, or where do they spend most of the time? What content are they looking for? What are their pain points? Right. And, you know, also, uh, you know, what, how do they like to have the, the content? And from there, once you really have that, really figure out, you know, what is your goal with the content? I mean, what is your ultimate outcome? Do you just want to raise the, your, the, uh, the awareness around your brand? Do you want to, you know, collect leads from that? I mean, what is your really the ultimate outcome that you want to have with the strategies that you're, that you're doing? Uh, for example, if you're doing webinars, I mean, there are different, different outcomes. I mean, you can, you know, either sell something on the webinar or you can just be, you know, on information to really yeah. just say, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do, you know, and, you know, really, uh, build your brand that way, or you can get, you know, um, uh, complimentary sessions from that, for example. So it's really before you really pick a strategy. I mean, I guess you need to know what kind of strategies do you like, and then also yeah. figure out what is your ultimate outcome. So all these pieces really play a big role and they have to like fit together like a puzzle piece. You know, there's like one piece is like the target audience, you know, what do they like? Where do they go? You know, what content do they like? You know, then also what feels good for you and then what is the ultimate outcome for each of the strategies basically. But yeah, it all basically, you know, it goes hand in hand and uh, so it's a lot of planning beforehand, really mm -hmm. before you pick a strategy, you should definitely plan and figure out what do you want and what is your ultimate outcome for it. That makes sense. And so you help people kind of figure out because getting clarity is probably sometimes the hardest thing, right? So you, you kind of step through the whole process with, with people. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, I do, since most of my clients are other coaches and consultants, virtual business owners, the four strategies that I focus on is the, is the direct outreach, lead management, uh, webinars, and virtual summits. But if none of those strategies really are in alignment with what they want to do, my clients, then I really look at, okay, what can we right. do? What other strategies implement to really, you know, that are in, in alignment with what they want to do and also their target audience. But yeah, I really help them first of all, figure out, what is it that they want to do? Where do they want to go? You know, where do they, do they want to take, you know, that strategy? What is their outcome? And then I help them really implement uh, each of the strategies, like step by step. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So you're, you're holding their hand because it's, mm -hmm. you know, again, I've probably been in the same place as you. It's like at the beginning and you're, you know, you're trying to figure out like how to, how to create a lead magnet or like, where do you start? How do you set all that stuff up? 
um, and it's like, it can feel really overwhelming. And if an entrepreneur feels stuck, um, they're not going to move forward. Exactly. And the, the biggest struggle that most entrepreneurs have is the technical aspects. They're yeah. like, well, okay, I know I need to create a lead magnet or a webinar, but how am I supposed to do that? You know what I mean? There's so many steps involved oh. and the technical aspect is really what holds a lot of people back yeah. because they don't know. They really don't yeah. know how you really go about it. And a lot of the trainings that teach you, they tell you, okay, this is what you need to do. This is like how you need to put the stuff together. But then where's the technical aspect? How do you really mm-hmm. implement it? How do you really put the, the things online? And a lot of entrepreneurs don't really have that problem with that. And I really guide my clients through that. I even do some of the stuff for them uh, because I love technology. I mean, you can put me in front of the computer all day long and I'm a happy camper. <laughs> Where most people are like, oh my God, computer. Mm-mm. No, it's not for everyone. That's for sure. No. Nope. And uh, so I really guide them. I either just show them how it's done or I just do it for them. If they're really at the point where like, look, I don't want to mess with that. Mm-hmm. Then I actually do this stuff for them really just because, nice. you know, you need to have those systems and strategies in place. And if you don't really know how to do that, then outsource it. But, you know, really invest in, in, in those, in those services, get it done because it will definitely benefit you, you know, a lot in the long run, because if you don't generate leads through your website and I've yeah. seen it a lot, where a lot of entrepreneurs, they have a website up. I mean, somewhat good looking website, but even some of them, they're really good looking, but they don't have no lead magnet on the website. So it's like people come to the website and then what? I mean, they probably not going to come back no more. So how are you going to, you know, capture their, their contact information so you can really turn them into, you know, paying clients. And, you know, if you don't have those lead magnets, those, those free opt-in offers on your website, I mean, you're losing out. You really, you can, you leave money on the table. You lose out on potential customers, potential clients. So that is like really the first thing that I always tell my clients or anyone that I talk to that asks me about that, you know, make sure you have an opt-in uh, form on your website and not just sign up for my newsletter because exactly. no one wants to sign up for a <laughs> newsletter. It has to be something that's really of value, something yeah. that really catches, you know, their, your target audience's interest. Like, oh my God, I need to have it. I know I'm going to put my information in. I know I'm going to probably going to get blown up with emails, but I need to have what that person is offering. I, that, the, the PDF or ebook or whatever. But that way, when you have that on your website, then you, you, you at least can capture the people's mm-hmm. contact information and then work on really turning them into paying clients. Exactly. And nurturing them. And, and you know what too, though, is like people think lead magnet and people automatically think, Oh, a big long ebook. But I mean, there's so many different options out there. Um, so do you, do you work with people on what their lead magnet could be and kind of putting that together as well? Yes. And like you said, I mean, there are different, different types of lead mm-hmm. magnets. I mean, it can be, it can be an ebook and it, it just a checklist. I mean, it can yeah. be like a short ebook, like 12 pages, five pages, you know, or a white paper, or you can do a quiz, an assessment, uh, a video course, uh, email series. I mean, there are so many different yeah. things that you can do. I mean, of course, the most preferred one is uh, a PDF, but you know, it can be different things. It all depends on your target audience. What do they want? What do they like? So I really, you know, I help my clients. I mean, first of all, you know, figure out who's your target, who's their target market. And then also, you know, what would be the best 
uh, format to deliver the, the lead magnet. And I mean, there's also, you know, you can always tweak it. You can also mm. try different things. Um, it, it's really, you know, like I said, it's all about testing and tweaking it. But yes, I do help my clients come up with the right lead magnet. I also help them how to put it together if they don't know how to create a land, uh, um, uh, what's it called, uh, a PDF. I help them on how to create that as well. But yeah, I, I guide them in like every step of the way, basically. Perfect. And you raised a good point and that's the testing. I mean, we've all been there. I've, I've put up, a, you know, I've done some Facebook ads and it totally, it was awful. <laughs> and, but then it's oh, like, yeah. Hey, I need to change something. So I made a change and change the, you know, the offer and change some of the language. And then it was more successful after that. But it's, it can be so easy to, you know, put something out there and then it not work. And you're just like, okay, I need to completely switch gears. Um, but it's, if, if you're, you know, comfortable with the content you think it serves, then there just needs to be those changes. And, and you're right. Testing is absolutely crucial. Hmm. Yeah, no, most definitely. And like you mentioned, like with the Facebook ad, and I actually have the same problem when it's really about really looking at each piece. So, I mean, when you have a lead magnet, you have the landing page for the lead mm -hmm. ma magnet, then you have the Facebook ad, you know, and the, the targeting and the headline and stuff. So you kind of test everything. So let's say your Facebook ad is not converting. Then you tweak the Facebook ad, you tweak, tweak the image, then maybe the headline, the text mm -hmm. and stuff. And each, you know, each step one at a time. So you don't make all these changes on the entire ad. You maybe change the headline first, yeah. see how that goes. Then you change the, the, the text and see how that works. And then if that still doesn't do anything, then you change maybe the image. Once your Facebook ad is really converting, you have people going to your landing page. And if you still don't have a lot of conversion there, then you look at, okay, well, my Facebook ad is working. My, maybe now my, my, my offer is not, not effective. Yeah. Maybe I need to change the, the headline there. Maybe the text and maybe you're not uh, really focusing on the benefits that someone gets because people, they buy benefits. They don't really care about the lead magnet itself or what they will get. They focus on what will it, what will I get out of exactly. taking that course, reading that book. So once you, you know, you focus on that, you, then you tweak your landing page, you know, also one step at a time, you don't ch change everything because you don't really know what is not working. So you might change the headline, but the headline maybe wasn't the problem. So you really tweak everything. So until you really have a solid landing page and Facebook, uh, uh, Facebook ad, you really have to tweak each and every step to make sure, you know, what is working. And then let's say you're, you're converting on a landing page, but then your offer after the opt-in is not converting. So let's say you're offering a complimentary session or an upsell mm. to a whatever. If that is not converting, then you need to check, okay, what can I tweak here to make that more effectively? So it's like really, it's not just one big thing. It's like really yeah. little steps that you have to take and each section needs to be tweaked individually to see where's the disconnect. But then once you really tweaked all that and, you know, you have the conversion, then you know what? You can put an all the money that you want into a Facebook ad and really drive a lot of traffic to it because then you know now it's working. And I mean, I'm pretty sure you can imagine, you know, just what I explained right now, that is not done within like a day or two. I mean, this no, is like exactly. a process, you know, where you really need to tweak each and every step to make sure everything is effective. But once it's effective, then you, then, then it's a gold mine, basically. Absolutely. There's so many moving parts, right? <laughs> yeah, most definitely.
And so with systems and strategies are, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're, we're not perfect. Are there certain like bad habits that we get into? Are there, you know, are there tips on planning or planning our day that that could help us out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I do believe in planning and mm-hmm. what I do is like every morning or actually every day I have two two times of the day when I actually work on my plan, like in the evening, I write down all the things I need to get done in the next day. So I have like six things that will help me get closer to reaching my goal. So these are the six things that I need to do in order to, you know, get closer to my reaching my goal. And then every morning I really write down, you know, what am I grateful for? Uh, you know, I also do like an affirmation, you know, for the, for the day and then I I also write down, you know, any, any struggles that I had or anything like that. No, actually, that's I do in the evening. But I also write down, I mean, I'm very big on, you know, angel and card reading and the whole uh, life work of stuff. So mm-hmm. I write down what I want. I write down my intent for the day. You know, I, want, I write down my B's, do, uh, do's, and have. So who, what do I want? What do I want to do? And what do I want to have? And also my goals. So I write down my financial goal, my business goal, and my personal goal. So on each of those, I write down three, uh, three that are like immediate that I want to have happen within the next, say, the next nine, 90 days. And I write that part down every single morning because the more you write down your goals, right. the more you internalize your goals. Then in the evening, uh, when I write down my six things for the next day, I also kind of like check in for the day. So basically I re, re, uh, write down, you know, also what two great, two things happened that day that were really great. And then I write down, you know, what limiting beliefs came up, you know, what struggles that I had, you know, what, how can I fix that, that struggle, you know, what, what positive uh, things want I, do I want to happen the next day? And that really helps me stay on track uh, a lot better. I mean, I don't really plan my entire day. I tried that where I really write, wrote down, you know, a 30 day, a 30 minute increment, but I'm the kind of person I can't just stop in the middle of what I was doing. So that didn't work for me and half the stuff didn't get done. So, but I at least write down my six things that need to get done that will really help me, you know, get closer to my goal. And I do that every single day and it's really, it has helped me a lot from like compared to before where I just like, I got up, I'm like, okay, what am I doing today? I really have no clue what I was doing. And, uh, and I also each week I write down, I have a little planner that I write down all the things I want to get done within that week. And that can also help me when I do my daily planning, right. okay, what am I going to work on in, uh, the next day? But I, I do my weekly planning and I also do my daily planning. And it's definitely one thing I think every entrepreneur should do that. And also like having like a morning routine. So writing my stuff, that's like also part of my morning routine. Right. Beside, I'm doing some stretches in the morning. I'm doing some meditation. Really, just get my mind right, you know, for the day. And I mean, I don't really meditate for hours. I just do maybe like 10, 20 minutes. Sometimes I just go sit outside and enjoy the sun, and you know, just do, do some meditation to just to get my mind right. Because you hmm. know, sometimes you have those days where you're like, oh, you oh, wake up and your brain's really and you haven't even started yet. <laughs> exactly, you know. And I mean, coffee is definitely part of my morning routine. I yeah, can't do without yeah. my coffee. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's like one of one of the big things that I think every entrepreneur should do is really have that morning routine to really prepare them, you know, set them up for a good day. Uh, and especially, you know, gratitude. Gratitude is a very big, big key that I just, you know, learned about like not too long ago. And uh, I didn't do that before. And I've noticed a difference, like ever since I started doing the, the gratitude and really feeling why I want to achieve my goals and really be on the feeling side, you yeah. know, the whole law of attraction. That yeah. really makes a big difference as well. 
And I think too, like writing those things down and kind of being in touch with yourself as to what happened that day, what you have planned for tomorrow and writing in your goals and writing it out every day. I think it would, I don't do that, but probably should, but it would make you more aware of what your actions are, how you're spending your time and, and patting yourself on the back for the things that you have accomplished so that you do feel good at the end of the day. Exactly. And also about the limiting beliefs. Cause you know, you yeah. don't, you don't, you would be amazed how much chatter you have going on throughout the day. And you know, if you write this stuff down, cause oftentimes, I mean, the limiting beliefs is really what holds us back. You know, those, those negative uh, self-talk, the, the limiting th- mm. thoughts that we have about ourselves is really what holds us back. But you know, when you check in with yourself and in the evening, if you write down, so what's been going on today? Hmm. You know, I was really thinking about, well, you know, how I'm going to make this, you know, I'm not going to get enough clients or anything like that. You know, just those thoughts are really, really powerful. Cause if you just spend at least 17 seconds on a negative thought, then you're going to attract that. Yeah. And by writing the stuff down, you really, you know, you hold yourself accountable. You're like, no, I don't really believe in that. So why did I have that thought? And then when you really write it down and you can rephrase it into more positive phrase and, you know, it's going to make things a lot better. But, you know, oftentimes like we go about our day and something happened, like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to make this. I remember before, you know, when I first started out, I had like negative thoughts like all day long, basically, which of course held me back. And by really just paying attention to that, you know, having that maybe even a journal, if you have a lot of negative thoughts, you might even want to have a journal you know, always with you so you can write down any negative thoughts that you have and then really just really look at it. I mean, is that really true? Oftentimes it's really just in our mind. But then if you ask yourself, okay, I thought this is the thought I had. I mean, is that really true? Most of the time you're going to say, no, it's not true. It's just, you know, all in your mind. But writing that stuff down, really checking in with yourself can really help you decrease the amount of, you know, negative negative self-talk, you know, the limiting beliefs that you have and really shift them around. So that's why I do that uh, a lot too, just to, you know, make sure that I stay positive and, you know, I don't talk down on myself and those type of things. I think too, having a coach or mastermind group or support system of other entrepreneurs, I think that's really helpful too, because they kind of keep you in check and keep you moving forward and, um, you know, just staying positive and reframing your thoughts. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, there are so many entrepreneurs out there. They don't work with a coach Mm. and it's like the worst thing that you can do. I mean, if you're really serious about your business, you have to have those mentors or coaches or mastermind. I mean, I'm not part of a mastermind. I'm more of a one-on-one kind of person, but I have coaches, you know, I mean, at one point I had two coaches right now. I'm in between coaches, but I still have one mindset coach. I cannot be without a coach because you know, you as a person, I mean, you're too close to the, to the subject, to the, to the issue. (laughs) And a coach can really look in from the outside in and say, you know what, uh, maybe we should, you know, change something around or, you know, is it really true? I mean, is it really true what you're saying here? And you need to have a coach. I mean, every entrepreneur, I mean, actually every person should have a coach, whatever they need help with, they should have a coach for that because, you know, they're really, they, they're in your corner. They, they yeah. have your back, but they also, they're going to, you know, they're going to put them, you know, the, they're going to really hold you accountable. They're going to say, you know, is it really true? I mean, don't we need to change something around? So they really help you move forward. They, they call you on the things that you oh, don't totally. see. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think, you know, you, you, everyone needs to have a coach. Most definitely. I, I know I will have a coach for the rest of my life. <laughs> I agree. It's um, my business has grown 
like tripled since I got a coach and I would never look back, but even just having that support and just being around other entrepreneurs that get, you know, because people that are outside of the entrepreneurial world, um, they don't necessarily get it. You know what I mean? Of kind of what you're going through or can give you that kind of feedback on strategies. And um, so, yeah, so what you do is uh, definitely helpful. Yeah. And I mean, like when you, when you talk to your parents or your family or friends about anything entrepreneurial, yeah. and if they don't have that entrepreneurial mindset, they're going to try to you know, nip it in the butt. Like, no, you, you don't need to do that. You're going to fail because that's just not there. They're, I mean, being an entrepreneur is a lifestyle. It's not Absolutely. just like a job. It's really a lifestyle and you have to live that lifestyle in order to understand it. So you can't get no advice from someone that is not mm. an entrepreneur because they don't know. They don't, they don't know. know that. I mean, if you think about it, as an entrepreneur, I mean, how many, how many hours out of the day do you think about your business? Oh, I was just going to say entrepreneurs eat, sleep, breathe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you are, when you have a job, I mean, how many, how many hours out of the day do you think about your job? Usually when you go to work yeah. during work, when you get home and then maybe if you're pissed off, you might, you know, bitch and complain about it a little afterwards, but then it's forgotten yeah, and you go totally. into relax mode, family mode. But as an entrepreneur, it's oh. like 24 seven, there's oh, no yeah. stopping to it. <laughs> I know. And most yeah. people that are not entrepreneurs, they don't think that way. They don't like, they're like, well, why are you still working? It's like 10 o'clock yeah. at night. Why are you still working? It's just, it's, that's the lifestyle. I know. I agree. And it's, uh, we're a different breed. It's like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not everyone understands us. I wouldn't have it any other way. Exactly. No, me neither. I love it. Me too. Um, and I, and that's part of the reason why I love doing this podcast show is just connecting with other entrepreneurs and, and getting great tips from them and hearing their story and their strategies. It's, you know, not only does it help me as I listen and, and chat, but I know it's helping mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs out there too, which I love. Yeah, most definitely. That's what I enjoyed about the podcast as well. It's just for me, it got a little too time consuming. Yeah. So I, I changed some stuff around, but yeah, I still talk to a lot of entrepreneurs. I do a lot of direct outreach where I really talk to people nice. and, you know, see what they're doing, collaborate. And it's really, there's nothing better than, you know, connecting with other entrepreneurs. And even if it's just for a quick chat, even if it's yeah. just for a quick conversation, but it's definitely, uh, definitely a, a must. I can't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it without it. No, it like reunites you, you know, it gets you all excited mm -hmm, exactly. and energized for, for your day. Um, yeah. So I know we were kind of talking about, you know, tips on planning. Um, now I know you have a um, daily routines or planners for successful entrepreneurs. I can't quite remember, but um, I would love mm -hmm. it if you could share it with us. Yes. Um, I call it the high achiever daily high achiever planner. So it's like a tattoo sheets, um, you know, front of the high achiever daily planner. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So that's what, that's what I use like every day. I just print it out for the week and, you know, just write it down each and every day. And if you want, I can give you the link. I know the exact link right now, but I, I can send you the link so you can, Perfect. if you want to share it with your audience, uh, feel free to, you know, they can download it and uh, try and see if it, if it makes a difference for them. I know it definitely made a big difference for me. And what I always like to do is always, I like to add some more stuff. So as I learn about different things about, you know, manifestation, I always add more stuff to it. Yeah, but, you know, nice. so, you know, the audience can definitely, you know, tweak it as they want, you know, and add more stuff to it. But yeah, I'll definitely send you a link so you can share it with your audience if they would like to uh, download it. Yeah, perfect. I'll put that in the show notes and I'll grab it for me too. Cause yeah, you, 
you kind of, it's so easy to go throughout your day and just kind of be on autopilot and, and let the day take you. But to write those things down and be really aware, um, I imagine that would make such a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it definitely did for me. I, I mean, it's it's something that you need to get used to, especially yeah. if you've never done it. Uh, sometimes I gotta admit, uh, I forget my evening, especially if I have some, something to do, and I'm like, oh my god, it's already ten o'clock now. I want to go, or now I totally forgot about it. But I really try to make it a habit like, to yeah. do it every morning and every evening. And you know, the first few weeks it was tough for me. I really forgot here and there. But then you know, once you do it for a while, and I've been doing this for I think six months now. And now I'm really in the habit where I yeah. do it every single day. Sundays, yeah. I leave that because Sunday is my lazy day and I really don't want to do anything work-related. <laughs> but Monday to Monday through Saturday and wow. Sunday evening, I'll plan for the day. But yeah, Monday through Saturday, I do it every single day, morning and the evening. That's pretty good. But yeah, it does take a while for something to become a habit. And yeah, mm-hmm. work it into your yep. routine for sure. Um, so mm-hmm. how can people find you, uh, Kay, and learn more about your business and how you can help them with their systems and strategies? Okay, yeah, no, no problem. Um, what they can find me on my website, it's ksanders.com. So K-A-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R-S.com. They can also email me, k at ksanders.com. Or I'm, you can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn uh, under ksanders. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for all your great tips um, and, and for, for giving away that daily routine as well. That's, that's perfect. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed being here. And I hope I was able to provide you and your audience with some, some great value. Absolutely. And uh, so that is it, folks, for this special episode of the Sailing to Success podcast. You, of course, can find it at sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. And uh, if you need help and support in your business, um, you know, definitely check out my services at smoothsailingbusinessgrowth.com. And of course, I've got my blogs and videos at lindsayphillips.com as well. So until next time, folks, I wish you all a productive and profitable week and may the winds always be at your back. Mm-hmm.